This is the Pump It Podcast. I'm Bianca. Oh, Maggie. I'm Miss Raspy today. <laughs> and we're back for episode 17, the final episode of the 2000, 2023 LJ Hooker SFLW <laughs> season. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on Aboriginal land. The land of the Palawa people of the Muanina Nation. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, both past and present. And we would also like to extend that respect to the First Nation listeners today. Now let's get into the episode. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I can't believe we're here. Um, we've got a really exciting episode um, coming up, we're going to hear from some of the clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about the prelim and then looking forward to the granny. Absolutely. It's lots going on because we're here <laughs> at the end of the, the end of the final and we've come off a weekend of yesterday was a, a big women's footy campaign day yeah, down at Brunston Arena. I've, I've lost my voice from the day. Yang's lost her voice from Friday <laughs> night, from Saturday, yeah, from yeah. Sunday. And it's from, just been a big weekend. It's just been a big weekend, but Bianca, you have to recover quickly because we're not quite over yet. Yeah, nah, it, it, it's probably going to go back to uh, raspy over the weekend, Very but raspy, I'll raspy. try and keep the voice down throughout <laughs> the week. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, like you said, Bianca, we actually reached out to the captains and the, the representatives from each club that are going to mm. be fi- playing in the finals this week. Yeah. Um, what kind of things do you anticipate they're going to say? I think... There will be a lot of excitement um, oh, from all teams, really. I think St Virgil's are going to be up and about. I think they're, they're looking at ticking, you know, third and – is it that's their third final they're in? So I reckon they'll be looking to get the Chockeys. Yeah, third consecutive final. And um, then we've got two teams that are debuting in finals. So yeah. we've got um, Dodgers who haven't made it to a final before, obviously, because it's their first year yeah, in the yeah, competition. Yeah. yeah. And then we've also got um, Kimber Tigers. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But we, we'll get into those details a little bit later. But, like, it's a very exciting exciting uh, finals campaign for mm. all teams. There's yeah. um, lots of uh, – oh, what's the right word? Like – a little bit of tension in the air between the teams. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. to prove. And there'll be, uh, you know, a few disappointments with the teams that have been knocked out over the weekend as well. Mm, mm. Definitely. But just to kick off the episode, I guess we could talk a little bit about yesterday mm. down at Blunston Arena. Yes. Um, I will score up. Well, before we get into the actual scores, just um, thought I'd, for those people who couldn't make it yesterday down to Blunston, it was a back-to-back of three triple headers of women's football. Mm. Um, there was a semi-final for the Div 1, but we will talk about the scores after. Yeah. Um, then we had the round one AFLW of North Melbourne versus St Kilda, which is yeah. an absolute thumping from North Melbourne yeah, yeah. to St Kilda. It was very clean, precision footy. And then to end the day was the under-18s grand final for the SDJFL and it was um, North Hobart versus Lauderdale and that was just an absolute display of talent. Mm. um, Beautifully commentated again by yours truly. (laughs) Yes, was able to jump on the microphone. Hassled Duff TV to let me do it, and they <laughs> they let me do it. But no, it was it was a great day because it, like I mean, I'm scared shitless about playing with some of those girls next year. They're they're going to be yeah. really tough. They're going to definitely elevate the competition that we yeah. have. But I love yeah. to I'll love to see the 
the 18s girls that are going to come up. I think they'll, they're going to smash it out. They're just so elite and mm. they've been playing for years mm. and, yeah, it's just yeah. so good. When I was um, commentating over the past two weeks, so some of the under-16s, but particularly this under-18 game, there were so many girls in one particular, um, and we've spoken about her before, who has 107 games to her name and she's oh 17, Who's turning that? 17 years old, Priya Bowring. Oh, yes. Who, yeah. you know, like to be that age and have that calibre of already picked for the under-16 All-Australian, under-17, um, Devil's League, represents the state, mm. Um, like an insane amount of goals and yeah. just games to her name. So having someone like Priya and all of those people, Ava Reid, who scored four goals in the yeah. first quarter last weekend, uh, sorry, yesterday, mm. having those girls across the competition all step up into the SFL, mm. um, the oldies like myself. Well, uh, learn from them. Well, also I, I do feel like some of us, our, our position might be challenged in the team yeah. because there are going to be, younger, fitter, healthier, and probably maybe even more knowledgeable girls yeah. than myself, Yeah. Um, which is exciting because it's really going to elevate um, the standard of mm. SFLW um, and, mm. yeah, Absolutely. start to differentiate between the leagues. But let's get started with the Div 3 um, program of how that went over the weekend. So we'll kick it off with the Div 3 prelim. So it was Dodgers... Ferry versus Lindisfarne down at Anzac Park on Saturday morning. And Dodgers got up over Lindisfarne, 5-8-38 to Lindisfarne's 3-6-24. Looks like such a close game. Mm. Um, these two teams have been pretty evenly matched throughout the whole year. So um, it was good good to see Dodgers um, get up on this one. Yeah, I think um, that was probably the result that I was expecting based on previous encounters and stuff like that. Mm. Dodgers have a really uh, – we've seen – sorry, we've seen in past games like Lindisfarne, um, much like Lauderdale North Hobart, a little bit struggling for numbers, probably yeah. in that rebuilding phase, mm. um, trying to get girls that have only had their first year of footy mm. – Get, get some experience under their belt, get some yeah. knowledge. Um, but something like Dodgers, even though it was their first year, they they come with numbers, they come oh, with strengths and people. they come with a lot of club support. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I probably were, wasn't surprised that it was, and I think we called that very early in the year, that mm. um, we were going to see a Dodgers and St. Virgil's grand final. Yeah. Um, but moving into it, we've got in the best players for Dodgers Ferry, um, Georgia Fleming. Oh, nice. um, she's been absolutely integral for um, providing that height and that yep. structure yep. for Dodgers. Um, Emma Kane, Brittany Mears, Christy Pepper, Stephanie Davis and Emily Booth. And yeah. for Lindisfarne, Bianca, those best players. We've got Olivia Reed, Stella Brown, Anna Reed, Charlotte Henley, Alicia Gibson and Ton Tanika Hudson. Yeah, so really exciting stuff and these are names that we've seen pop up a fair bit throughout the season. Yeah, um, yeah. Very exciting because tonight we're recording this on the Monday. So yeah. tonight is also the SFLW Awards. Mm. So it'll be mm. really, it's really exciting to see who's going to take out um, mm, the those, umpire's choice. The umpire's choice. What do the umpires see? Because yeah. it's obviously we see in the best players on Player HQ, that's the coaching. Yep. The coaches or however your club does it, but mm. people who are from your club. Um, but, yeah, really exciting stuff. And I think, like you said before, like the Saints, St. Virgil's are a very well-drilled outfit. Ooh, they know yeah. what they're doing. They've got the experience and the mm. mateship within the team. Oh, yeah. Um, but have I said it before? Yes, it might be an underdog day 
for yeah. the grand final. Uh, anything can happen in anything a grand can final. Happen. If there's anything that I've learned in the past couple of weeks from watching lots and lots of grand finals yeah. is that your emotions can definitely mm. get the better of you. Definitely. Having a crowd there can get the better of you. Yeah, confidence. All yeah, that kind of stuff. That, yeah. we, we'd like to think that with St. Virgil's previous three years in a row experience at grand yeah. final level, they might know what to expect even to the extent of what the change rooms look like. Yeah, exactly. All, all of that kind of stuff. And I think St. Virgil's, I don't think their team would have shifted a whole lot. I think they're, they're loyal St. Virgil's girls. Mm. So I think... The majority of that team would have probably played, you know, in 2022 and mm. and previously as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're heading down to the grand final next week, I want you to keep an eye on Agnes Sakina from St. <laughs> Virgil's. She has been outstanding. She made the representative Absolutely. team for the SFLW this year and yeah. she had great games. And yeah. also Ellie Fleming from mm. down at Dodgers and her, and, her the, and Christy Pepper, she's also yep, a good one yep. from Dodgers as well. So keep an eye on those ones because they're definitely going to lift their teams up. Yeah. Um, but Bianca, how do how do how do we watch this game? Um, I, I believe it's being streamed um, through YouTube on the on the AFL um, Taz community page yep and then also so they are at north hobart oval at 9 30 a.m on sunday mm. yep very exciting stuff so good luck to both st virgil's and dodgers do your team proud do your club proud and so exciting to be the curtain raiser for what is going to be an amazing Sunday and hopefully, oh my goodness, I hope we get weather like this. Oh my gosh, it would be so good, wouldn't it? Let's hear from what Dodgers and St. Virgil's have to say about their upcoming grand final. Hey, Pumper Queens. Um, so the feeling around the playing group and the coaching group for this Sunday is just like everyone's so excited. I mean, we've worked really hard on building and executing our structures and processes during trainings and games, and that's rewarded us throughout the season. So we're just ready to come out and give 100% on the big stage on Sunday. Um, I feel the playing group's just really eager to hit the track this week and work really, really hard and get the job done against Dodgers. Um, I mean, everyone in Div 3 knows the impact that Ellie Fleming and Bree Laidler can have on the game, but we're really lucky to have a group that's been, like, dedicated to putting in the hard work so we can all become really versatile. Like, we can put anyone anywhere on the field and know that they'll back themselves and everyone will back them in to get the job done. So... Yeah, the leadership and coaching group and the whole club really are looking forward to and confident that our girls will rise to the occasion and, yeah, bring home the first women's flag for St Virgil's and we just hope for a really, really good game on Sunday. Now on to Div 2. So the um, semi-finals we had two lots. So it was Lauderdale versus Hutchins on Friday night. Um, Lauderdale got up over Hutchins 5, 10, 40 to Hutchins Two seven nineteen, and then on Saturday, we're, Saturday we had Claremont versus Huonville. Claremont got up over Huonville fourteen eleven ninety five to Huonville's two uh, one thirteen. Mm, absolute thumping from Claremont to Huonville. Yeah, and then um, the Hutchins Lauderdale game looks like to be a bit closer. Yes, it was a close mm -hmm. game. It was very intense. Yeah. Um, I, 
honestly, it was a blur. And I think anyone that plays in a semi final to an extent, particularly if it's a close game, yeah. The the teammates that I've spoken to at Lauderdale for our semi final um, definitely resonate with this. Of like, I can't remember the game. Mm. Uh, it was just, it was dark. It was yeah. all I remember is like Hutchins absolutely showed up. Yeah, that's uh, I would say the same thing from what I can remember. Hutchins were loud. They had a big crowd behind them. They, had a they massive were pumped. Crowd. <laughs> um, yeah, and they came out fighting strong. I think if you break down the scores, um, they were even at the first quarter. So one two and it to was Lauderdale. a tussle. Yeah, and then quarter. one two to Hutchins. So exactly same scoring shots. And then going into the halftime break, Hutchins were up five points, yeah. and then um, from three quarter time. Uh, Lauderdale were up. They, so they got a sneaky two goals in that quarter and then um, got another one in the, in the last. So to left Hutchins scoreless in the last half. Mm, we got three goals in the third quarter. Yeah, sorry. Oh, true. <laughs> yep. One assist So big me. quarter from Lauderdale, but yes, so. It was, it was uh, like, yeah, it was a really, really intense game, but um, mm. it, it showed um, – the standard between Lauderdale and Hutchins, so second and third, let's yeah, go with that on the ladder, yeah. and there wasn't much in between it. No. Um, so, yeah, really intense game. And for um, Hutchins, their best players named Rani Cavaretta, Georgia Crawford, Sophie Botterelli james Georgia Barnum, Annalise, no, I should have practised these first, Pinray and is uh, Bella McVilly. So, yeah. you know, we've seen those names all year long. They're yeah, just being definitely. strong contenders and they're the core group for Hutchins. Yeah, obviously um, Rani's such a solid player in the middle and she was flying high. She's she's been fantastic. She <laughs> she's also been was fantastic all year. One of two one of two or three players that were selected from the Div Two competition to, for the SFLW yeah. representative. Yeah. And she did amazing in those games. And I think mm. I do think Rani's in that stage now where we're only gonna see her um elevate. Yeah. Um I think she's got a really good sound understanding of football, mm. sound understanding of her skills, but there's so much more for her to learn. Yeah. And she just absolutely I mean, like I said before, we've got the SFL W Awards tonight, and I'm not going to be surprised if she's yeah. um, she at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, she's exactly. going to she's going to yeah. be amazing. She's got a good flying chance. And for best players for Lauderdale, we had Emma Waller, Gemma Percy, Amy Edmond, Maggie Bones, Mer- uh, Monty, and Chloe Duggan. Mm. So big playmakers for yeah. that Lauderdale side. Um, yeah. absolutely vital <laughs> for ball movement, for voice, for all mm. of those kinds of things. So. Yep. Yeah, very exciting that mm. um, Lauderdale's going to head to their second grand final in a row after many, many years of not making it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I know that they're very eager. I'm saying as if I'm speculating, but I'm, I'm talking very <laughs> accurately. Very eager to have another crack. And yeah. Um, yeah. I guess it's it's nice to obviously be able to talk about exactly how we feel and from, you know, discussing with the leadership group, I think we're just really keen to go out into grand final and just have a crack. Yeah. And regardless what the score is, win, lose, whatever it is, mm. I'm just really excited because Claremont have been like our biggest competitors, obviously, oh, yeah, all year. Absolutely. And all I want to do is 
play footy, yeah. hard classic footy, and then yeah. I want to crack a cold one. Yeah. With with the, the forward girls. that was on me. Yeah. And just like celebrate what a, what an amazing year of yeah. football we've had. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> so if we go into the Claremont um, versus Humanville game, I think. Last week we were saying that potentially these two teams um, have similar playing styles. Yes. Um, but obviously Claremont, you know, got on top of it early and just continued on with their lead. It's basically. hard once you've got momentum. Yeah. And yep. we're, we even saw that yesterday with the under-18s. Like Ava Reid from North Hobart scored three goals mm. in the first seven minutes of the first quarter and despite Lauderdale's Sorry, this is in the under-18s STJFL, yes, so, yeah. but despite Lauderdale's yeah. eagerness, hungriness mm. and ability to come back, they couldn't make up for those yeah. early goal scores. So, yeah, I mean, credit to um, Huonville to keep up the intensity, mm. um, keep up the fight. And we've got um, in those best players, Emma Groves, absolutely stunning down um, wherever she plays, really. Yeah, Chantel, she won, won the SFL Awards last night, uh, last year with you. Yes, yes, she that, did. Well, uh, when she – we we both came equal first and we both looked at each other and we were like, I hate playing on you. And she's like, because <laughs> she's a forward number defender. Anyway, then we've got uh, Chantel Eggers, another one of the SFL representative yep. um, people. Uh, Madeline Duggan, Hazel, Martin, Molly Ford and Holly Roberts. Yeah, and for Claremont we had Nats Medley, Nat Heggie, Kelly Smith, Montana Ward, Katie Stanford and Silky. Silky. <laughs> yeah, fantastic stuff. And I think with Claremont it's that they've got 20-something girls of best players. Mm. So that would have been yeah. really tricky. Yeah. That, you know, the, you know, you, I hate, I hate using this term, but like you've got your strongest player and your weakest player yeah. and the gap in between is, you know, kind of um, integral to your success. Mm. If you've got a huge gap, you know, you, it's just trickier. But yeah. Claremont is 25 yeah. amazing women yeah. um, of best players. So yeah. a lot of depth in that team. A lot of depth in that team. So moving on to the grand final that is upcoming. So we've got Lauderdale versus Claremont, which um, we're doing pretty well for our predictions, Bianca. Mm. If you haven't listened to our 2023 grand final predictions, give it a episode bad because we're not doing too bad. Yeah, I mean, it was all just speculation at the beginning, but I mean, um, call us, uh, <laughs> give me my crystal ball. Yeah, I was saying. So um, on Sunday after the Div three game we've got the Div 2 Claremont versus Lauderdale at 12 o'clock at North Hobart Oval. Very exciting stuff. What you'll notice with the uh, back-to-back grand finals this year is they've actually accounted for an additional half an hour. Mm. Last year it was 10, 12 and 2. Mm. Um, but this year we've got the 9.30, the 12 and dare I say it's going to be 2.30 for the Div mm. 1. And that's because uh, they realised there was no time to warm up. Yeah. Everyone was running on the concrete. Yeah. So um, that's really that's exciting. Cool. I, I suspect that there will be lots of loud vocal supporters yep. throughout the day. But let's have a listen to the Claremont and Lauderdale representatives for what they have to say about their upcoming grand final. Our girls are really excited for this Sunday's game after coming off a, a strong win against Huonville on Saturday um, where we finally – Played four strong quarters, so it was great to see. And the uh, the coaching group were very pleased with the result of that game. Uh, it's been a great vibe around the squad and the club so far this week. And especially last night at our, our training run, the girls were definitely up and about and, and really um, excelling and, and pushing hard and, and well as a group. Uh, 
So I think they're pretty excited and keen for, for Saturday, Sunday's game. Um, Sunday will come down to who who really settles first uh, in that first quarter, but then also who can sustain the intensity for all four quarters of the game. I think for us, we need to ensure we're counteracting uh, Lauderdale's strengths and weaknesses and um, being mindful of what their style of play is uh, to identify where we can uh, push forward and overcome them. Um, so, yeah, it would be a great great day all, all up for, for women's football at North Hobart Oval and uh, we hope to see as many supporters as possible in attendance, not just from our club but everyone else who's who's out there supporting women's football in the state. Hey guys, um, I'm Maggie Bones, the captain of the Lauderdale Bombers Div 2 team. Um, I think, you know, I speak on behalf of the team when I say we're just super pumped and excited to be able to play in our second grand final in a row um, on the weekend. I think, I mean, I'm so proud of the team's efforts to get here and I know everyone would just be feeling like that too. We were really lucky to play such a strong outfit in Hutchins for the semi on Friday night. Um, they put amazing pressure on us. They came out firing um, and they've prepared us really well for this weekend. So I'm really grateful to have gotten the opportunity to play those girls. Um, in terms of, you know, who we're worried about next weekend, I think obviously, you know, we'll need to counter Silky's great presence in their forward line. And they've got so many strong and fast players like Tomasa and Smedley. But, you know, we respect the whole Claremont outfit. Um, they finished the season on top of the ladder for a reason. They're a good attacking team. They've got really good clean hands. They're great kicks. They mark the ball well. They're good in the air. And you can tell they've got a very strong presence out on the ground and a good sense of unity um, as the girls have played together for a long time. So, you know, just really pumped um, to see them out on the ground. And I guess the best team on the day wins. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. And finally, for Div 1, we kind of spoke about this a little bit earlier, but we had the um, prelim Clarence versus Kingbra um, at Blunston yesterday at 10am. So Kingbra got up over Clarence, 5-1-31 to Clarence's 3-2-20. Pause for silence. Ooh, I think this is a similar score to when they played last, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was a tight game the whole game. I, I did watch um, the last half of the game. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it got, I, I'm just going to speak objectively. To me, it didn't, didn't feel like I was watching a final. They looked, uh, the, both teams looked really composed. Mm. Um, and I think, I think there was a long break in the third quarter due to injury. Yeah. Um, but after third quarter, I think, um, yeah, Kingborough got sort of three goals in a row in that last quarter to kind of seal the deal. Yeah. So, uh, look, if I was either Kimbra or Clarence and I was the curtain raiser for an AFLW game, mm. there's definitely a lot on the line. Mm. I think just the notion of sharing the same ground as the elite mm. um, is a really special occasion yeah, yeah. Um, for all the girls that did that on the day um, and they had the AFLW girls watching the early yeah. games um, and it's really exciting. I, unfortunately, I didn't get to it Yeah, and I won't blame that person on the podcast. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not the time and place. Um, but, yeah, very exciting. Look, 
I I had a feeling this might happen mm. because we've spoken about high emotions mm. on 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 days of finals and mm. I think that this is something that Clarence has obviously gotten on top of a fair bit throughout yeah. the season yeah. but Kimbra it's do or die yeah and, and I do yeah. wonder if Jody at three quarter time just mm. said to him you've been training for this yeah you have the experience for this yeah this you've got 18 minutes do it or let it go yeah and they've yeah. all obviously resided with that and gone okay we can do this mm. but also you know we take into account that when your player goes down clarence's player went down mm. she's not getting a neck brace yeah. um that's really that quite frightening it yeah. absolutely rattles you and potentially even shifted the momentum mm, um maybe Clar- uh, kimber just needed that time to regather their thoughts um and it definitely you know when you see no score between quarter three and quarter four it means that one team's made the change yeah and the other team hasn't adapted yeah Yeah. that's a big call but that's that's just what i reckon so for the best players for clarence we had lou lou uh Maisie, jessica rachel jenna and vanessa Nice. And for Kingbra, we had Georgie Bailey, Mackenzie Ford, Marley Bevan, Zoe Donnelly, um, Kiara, is that how you yeah. pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> Can't pronounce that last name. And Michaela Absalom. Yeah. So super, super important teams from both. I know that Georgie Bailey, they, so Kimbra had Stacey Fox went down with a knee injury yeah. early yeah. in the game. Yeah. And we... Bianca and I were really lucky because we were talking to some of the Kimbra players mm, after. Yeah. We were just right time, right spot. And mm. one of the players was explaining to us, you know, when when your key goal um, scorer goes down, mm. you kind of have a few options. You can just be like, oh, well, that's that's us yeah. done. Yeah. We don't have any more movement. You know, yeah. Stacey Fox is – I'm pretty sure she's the leading goal scorer mm. for um, – One of them. For Div yeah. 1. Or she's yeah. up there. Yeah. She's definitely up there. She's She knows whether she's goal-orientated. Yeah. Um, and then obviously – Georgie Bailey was left with an opportunity yeah, and it took her yeah. a quarter or so to adjust, but then she came out firing. And we know that yeah. Georgie she Bailey took is some a really solid mark yeah. in, that, in that forward 50. Well, she's yeah. been playing this for a while and she's someone that, whether she was at Lindisfarne or yeah. no matter what team she plays for, mm. you know that Georgie Bailey, as, and I'm a defender, so I'm speaking from that perspective, is mm. one that will take any mark. Yeah never miss a set shot mm. like she's just an absolute gun of a player yeah. so it was awesome for her to step up for her team when mm. the opportunity came and we yeah. hope that stacy and i didn't quite get the name of the clarence player who went down but we hope no. that both players are recovering well mm. as kimber now heading to the finals which again did we call it the start of the year i think we did oh uh, yeah well this, I is, think we this did. is the first time kimber um ever got into a prelim let alone a grand final so they've you know they've never been in a grand final before and just to add in there so kimbra they're under two under 14 girls teams are in the grand final mm. their under 16 team was in the grand final mm. their under 18s just missed out yeah and now their sflw and most of their boys' teams are in grand finals. So someone's mm. going very right down at the Twin Ovals. Magic dust <laughs> down there. So um, this will be the final game, Div 1, North Hobart versus Kingbra at North Hobart Oval at 2.30. I'm so excited. Oh. I'm so excited. I'm going to be fangirling hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, really keen to get stuck into this. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see um north hobart's their proficiency their professionalism that mm. they've got so much skill and talent yeah. in their team yeah and then kimbra's got a little bit of a mixture they've got yeah. some really like key experienced players mm. but also some girls who have stepped up 
from the Div 2 competition mm. from Lindisfarne yeah. and from uni and they've come over into the Div 1 yeah. and, and they're going to show us what they're made yeah, of. We love an underdog. I mean, North Hobart going, going as favourites, but we love an underdog moment. We love an underdog. <laughs> we love an underdog now. Um, so if you're at that game, come and find us. I'll be cracking a cold one on the sideline <laughs> and absolutely hoping my voice ends up like yours bianca um kicking off the mad monday celebrations yeah. on a silly sunday um but let's pause and hear from the north hobart representative and the kimber tigers about how they feel about playing in the final grand final the final grand final the grand final for 2023 dance, baby our team is such a great group of players a united group who are pumped and ready to be in the big dance this sunday we try to keep our thoughts positive and humble and work through our game plan and structure to be informed and ready to take on any challenge sent our way i'm very proud to represent a club and also be a part of such a great group of girls that i can't speak highly enough of them all i would pick every single one of them to go into battle and we cannot wait to be in the big dance this sunday there's a genuine buzz around the Twin Ovals this week in response to the Tigers making their first grand final. I know all the girls are a bit nervous, but also really excited and proud to be playing on the big stage. The club, all its players and members are also really stoked and I know a lot of past players are up and about about the fact that we're in it too. From where we've come from in 2016, playing in a grand final has always just been a dream and now it's finally a reality. For me personally, I play my 100th senior game this weekend, um, being the first female at the club to do so. So the whole thing really just feels like an absolute fairy tale. We've always done it tough at Tigerland from playing state league footy against sides that were always just a class above us, uh, which resulted in more than a few pumpings on the scoreboard over the years. But we never packed it in and said, this is too hard. We always stuck at it and knew the blue skies would come. I think that's what has always been our strength. We've always dug in and played a blue collar brand of football. Now we have a wealth of talent flooding through from our junior pathway and are playing a really high brand of football because of the combination of dealing with those years of adversity and now having the talent in our list. We're also really lucky to have the likes of Jodie and Brad leading us from the front, which has really galvanised the list and our structures into playing some really positive footy. We know that North Hobart play a really high class level of footy. They finished on top of the ladder for a reason and they have really set the bar this year for our competition. So you have to give them the respect of acknowledging that they're a really good football team. They obviously have a star-studded side and I could pull many names out as players to watch, but realistically, they play really well as a team. We know our best footy is good enough to challenge anyone. So we're just really excited and proud to have the opportunity to get the job done on Sunday. Go Tigers. Can I just quickly sing? what I think has become the new female sports anthem. Absolutely. I'm, I'm interested in the, what your thoughts are. <laughs> well, the Tillies have started it. But any time, like, we talk about, like, sport uh, in the back of my head, and it played at Blunston yesterday when the AFLW girls were playing, and now it's like, I've been missing oh. my strawberry kisses. And you know, North Nikki Hobart, North Hobart, like generally put on a bit of like, they play the same three songs. Mm. It's either, oh, pump the jam, pump it up, <laughs> or it's an they, ACD they song. Play, they actually played pump it a few times. The Akadaka and the pump it. Yeah. Um, but if anyone who's listened to this has some sort of <laughs> song choice, can you please play Strawberry Kisses? <laughs> is that really a pump-up song? It is now. Yeah, okay. Fair when enough. I think of it, I just think of, like, 
vibes. Yeah. Vibes and Sam Kerr dancing on the on the stage. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. No, I'm just like we're talking about all this grand final stuff, but in the back of my head, she's party. It's like <laughs> nothing's as sweet. The taste of just me crazy. Mm. Everybody now. I've, I've been, been missing the straw. Can't see. She can't read the note. Okay, I'm just avoiding closing out Bianca because I'm just so excited. Yeah. Um. I'm excited. We're at the end of the season. Mm. We've we've made it. What the heck? It's been a it's been a bumpy ride. It's been a beautiful time. Mm. Um. Good luck to everyone who's uh, been nominated for the SFL awards tonight. Mm. I'm sure. You know, if they could give out a hundred medals, they would. But <laughs> you get a medal. You get a medal. <laughs> if it was me, I'd, if it was me, I'd give everyone a medal. But um, there will only be three. We are we are officially giving you a virtual medal for yeah. your participation, your contribution, your support, particularly in this endeavor that we've created this year. It's been a bit random, yeah. um, and we've felt nothing but love. So Absolutely. let's let us give the love back to you. Yeah. And good luck. And most importantly, let's get around Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a huge day. Last year was huge. A, last year was a great turnout. I'm I'm manifesting blue skies and sunny day and just mm. tens of thousands of people down <laughs> down at North Hobart Oval. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Come and support the teams that you verse. Come and support players that you aspire to be like. Mm. Come and add to the atmosphere. And for those teams that didn't quite make it, come and enjoy your Dress silly up. Sunday yeah. because it's just so exciting yep. to celebrate a really fantastic step up. Mm. Um, this is definitely – we've had more teams than we've ever had entered yep. into this competition. More women we've got coaches. more women coaching and in yep. roles. You took the words out of my mouth. Yep. And 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 – <laughs> it's so exciting. I'm so, I'm so pumped for it. Mm. And um, I guess also just like another little thank you for supporting us mm, this year. Yeah. yeah, thanks everyone. It's um, love. It's been good. Like we've, I don't know, it's just been kind of weird. Just, we've been talking to heaps of people out mm. there and mm. uh, we've got nothing but, you know, love for everyone. Mm. And, mm. yeah, it's been so good. Yeah, we're really excited for mm. what next year might bring. Um, but we won't get into that just yet. No, 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 no. no, 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 no let's no, not no, get ahead no. of ourselves. Um, so stay tuned for the next episode as yeah. it will be Mad Monday Vibes mm. um, and we will talk you all through what to do about what season's done. Yeah. What do we do then? Well, it yeah. doesn't end. No, it does not. All right, guys, don't forget to pump it for the girls' head footy. Woo! I couldn't do the yelling bit, sorry. Yeah. <laughs>